The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Very good. Okay, Andrea, thank you very much. Now, Jess Kelly is here to answer your tech questions. And before you answer the questions, uh, Jess, you know the, 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 the Cadbury's chocolate bar, and then you get calls in saying it's smaller than it used to be. It still has eight squares, but the squares are smaller. Mm-mm. Something sl- like that is happening on one of the networks. Yeah, uh, there's a little bit of uh, messing around going on. So 48 is a mobile network. It's powered by the three network. It's a digital network. That means there's no physical stores. They offer very, very good prices. And the line that's often used with these is that you get a price for life. So when you sign up on a particular price plan, that's it. It's never going to change. However, yesterday, uh, a listener named Jerry got on to me and said that he received an email saying that there is a contract change and a membership cycle update. So he... <sighs> Who writes this stuff? It's very clever. It is very clever. And this is this is one of those ones that it's very difficult to argue with. So they said that from the 5th of July, they're changing the overall membership and add-on renewal cycle. So instead of a monthly charge, so you get a charge every single month, it'll be done every four weeks. So they say that this is common practice amongst uh, prepay operators. Oh, so you're paying for 13 months instead of 12. Exactly. So you're now going to get uh, an extra bill. And while that may not seem dramatic, because you know the beauty of these uh, price plans is that they're very affordable. So uh, the, the customer in question here is paying 7.99 a month. With that 13th bill, they're going their their price plan is going to go up over 8%. So I mean, the the line is, we are committed to honouring our for life price. The decision to move to 28 day charging was made in order to maintain investment in our network based on the current economic climate and increasing operational costs. This charging is common practice among prepay operators and rest assured your plan price and plan allowance will remain unchanged. It doesn't remain unchanged. It's different. It's completely different. So, you know, there is and, you know, the person uh, in question had a bit of back and forth with customer agents on this and asked the question that well what if you decide to keep my 7.99 but change the billing cycle to every two weeks you know what I mean Uh, so it's it's not ideal but just be aware if you're a 48 customer that there is a change coming to your billing cycle and it means that you will have an extra payment every every year I'm increasing my prices because everyone is doing it that actually is not allowed because that becomes a cartel well, this is, it's something that we're going to look into a little bit further because as we know that there are many players now in the digital mobile network and a lot of people signed up to the likes of GoMo, Clear Mobile and indeed 48 for that price for life. So these changes to terms and conditions just isn't great. Now, questions coming in. I'm going on holiday from this Friday until late June. Lucky you. I have two phones, one personal which is coming with me and a work phone which at five o'clock on Friday is being turned off and not switched back on until I get back. I will set up out of office for email and divert calls into the office. However, I have a number of customers who interact with me via WhatsApp and text messages. Can I set up an auto reply that I'm on holiday and to call the office or wait for my return? That's from Ian. Interesting. WhatsApp, you wanted to, to do that on WhatsApp. Yeah, I think if you if you have a business uh, account on WhatsApp, so if it's set up as a business account, you can do that. You can go into options, business tools, and then turn on an away message. Um, I'm not sure if it's a personal account, if you can. So I'd need to double check that. But I know it definitely can be done if, if it's a business account specifically. Can you ask Jess, what is the best phone for photography at a price of around 500 euro? The one we spoke about, was it last week or the week before? The Google Pixel 7a, it's 509 euro and the camera is just incredible. 
Okay. I have a Motorola smartphone which needs to be replaced. Can Jess recommend a good Motorola for me with a good camera and lots of RAM, etc.? Please. I haven't had a Motorola phone in this studio in such a long time. Um, I know that they are very good in terms of their lower end phones. I think it's the Moto G7 II is quite good, but I haven't tested one to be completely honest with you. So I would be recommending blind. Um, I, I'd be curious to know why you're you're eager to stick with the Motorola. Like there is, there are good alternatives out there. Nokia have great affordable phones, as indeed do Samsung. Um, so if you're willing to to move away from Motorola, Motorola, uh, let us know. But um, in terms of a Motorola phone, as I said, I haven't had one in for review in quite a long time. Mm. Uh, what is the safest non-subscription antivirus to use? Now, the the non-subscription, they're probably talking about the, the Nortons where AVG, you pay you know, every oh, year, yeah, yeah. you know, and you get regular updates. Yeah. I recommend AVG. It's completely free to use. You just download it and run it. Um, and do they update it? Yeah. No, it, it can be updated. Uh, you'll get the push or the prompt notification um, again if it's a personal device AVG is completely fine if it's a company device your company should be providing you with um, the antivirus and stuff like that and make sure that you're doing it with the knowledge of your uh, tech team but yes the AVG is the way to go Does Jack Jess recommend upgrading to Windows 11 yet? No uh, and you know what I have a, a device on my desk at the moment uh, we'll be talking about it in a few weeks time it's a Samsung laptop and it's running Windows 11 and there's bits of it that I really, really like. And then there's bits of it that I absolutely hate. So in terms of bugs and compatibility, I think a lot of those issues, I think a lot of the bug issues have been addressed. My concern is still the compatibility with different programs that I would use for work um, in terms of ensuring that the different versions will work as yeah. I, I I know them. Uh, so I, I have my laptop here in front of me, my main laptop, and I haven't upgraded as of yet. Um, so I wouldn't be running out the door to do it. Uh, can you customise the look of it? You can tweak elements of it, yeah, for sure, because the placement of the menu bar, for example, is in the middle. So I do think you can tweak elements yeah. of it. But I just find the, the, the amount of time that I've been using that review device, I've kind of been tutting to myself going, oh, it's just not where I want it to be. My iPhone's battery seems to have worsened. I'm forever running out of charge. What's the reason? Is there a fix? Asks Kate. So it depends on the iPhone, how long you've had it and the version of the operating system that you're running. There was a bit of an issue a few weeks back where Apple pushed an emergency update of iOS uh, to try and patch over a security loophole. Uh, and that did, that it was found to have had an impact on battery life. Now, they've since rectified that as far as I know. So just double check that you are running the latest version of the operating system. If your phone is a few years old, it may just be a life cycle. These things aren't built to last forever. So you can get on to uh, some of the repair outlets and get a new battery put in and that could save you a few quid. Uh, Teams on my work desktop is so fast, but when I use it on my laptop at home, it's so sluggish. All the other browsers are fine. What gives? That's from John. So Teams, uh, it could be something, now look, I don't know for sure, but it could be that when you're in the office, you're on a secure network, you're on your company's network. When you're on ho- at home, you might be on an external network. I don't know if you use a VPN for work. Maybe if you get on that, it could be an extra layer of protection, but I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. Uh, can you ask Jess why no carrier here supports eSIMs? I'm really interested in a Pixel Pro, but multi-SIM is important to me. And if the phone therefore can't take two physical SIMs and I can't use an eSIM, that rules out the Pixel. Uh, 
I, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I do think that I'm just double checking here now as I'm talking because more and more of the networks are looking at eSIMs. Like, I'm on the Vodafone website here now and it looks as if they do it. Uh, so it's worth getting onto your network and seeing if you can move one of your numbers onto an eSIM and then have the physical card as well. Uh, I've been using an eSIM when I go to America, for example, alongside my own personal SIM card um, on the iPhone. So a lot of phones uh, now enable it. Uh, It just comes down to a question of your network. Okay. Uh, Just looking at the census data, you might be interested. Uh, Almost 80% of households had a broadband internet connection in 2022. That's up from 71% in 2016. So we're getting there slowly but surely. Yeah, we are. And that's down to a lot of the heavy lifting, not only of the National Broadband Plan, but obviously the network operators who are continuing to And approximately a third of all workers, almost 750,000 people work from their home for at least some part of their week. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Yes, indeed. The future. Uh, Jess Kelly, thank you very much for joining us. That's all we have time for. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app powered by Golad. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on Newstalk.